Richmond, the home of Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. So trashing of America by Americans. That's that sounds like sounds like the Biden administration. The U. Let's ask the UN, shall we? Virginia City places in God we trust decals on their cars. Huh, we'll discuss that in the Biden administration. The attacks on liberty are unprecedented. I, this is a shocking week. That is next. Virginia citizens and American patriots radio is the founding fathers intended. We'll discuss even that this hour. The Lee brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and my brother, Richard Lee, has been out for weeks and he is out again this broadcast. Talked to him a few hours ago. He is um, coveting your prayers as he continues to try to recover from so many things that are happening. And I won't go through the details here other than to simply say that um, his mind is right. His body is uh, the reason he's not here. So pray for Richard Lee to recover fully and make this the only two-headed talk show once again as we miss these, uh, the things that made us the Lee brothers. So, Richard, praying for you. Can't wait for you to get back. All right, coming up in the program, um, these Virginia City school, uh, uh, Virginia City here has placed the In God We Trust decals on cars. There just might be some hope. Uh, we'll, we'll share that with you coming up in the program. And then, of course, Jay, Joy Behar from The View says parents are obsolete. Who needs parents? You got government. They know better. It's actually quite an old argument, but a little new here in the United States of America where we've never really embraced government for all the answers, but left it up to parents and families and churches and communities, but not anymore. Uh, ESPN's caught in their own liberal trap. They trashed the, uh, one of the MLB players for not speaking English. This is great. Can't wait to share that with you. But the biggest thing coming up, and, and I want you to stick around for this coming up in the next hour, is what's happening in our schools Again, with critical race theory and other theories, there was a PTA leader. Now, in my day, the PTA was something somewhat positive, Parent-Teacher Association, unless it's changed. You know, maybe they had to call the PLO or something. I don't know, but it's, it's the PTA uh, said that all the parents who are arguing, we should just let them die. This is where the argument is. These are the tolerant ones, by the way, who are screaming for tolerance in the public schools. These are the same ones screaming, let them die. So you got that going for you. All right, we're up and running the LeeBrothers.com or Mojo50.com, Mojo50.com. We trust that you spend plenty of time there where some great of the, the greatest of libertarian conservative uh, thinkers all are found at Mojo50.com. I'm holding to my hand, and uh, for those on video, you can see that. And you can follow us, by the way, our YouTube channel and uh, the LeeBrothers.com Facebook page, et cetera. I'm holding to my hand uh, some notes about the Federalist Papers. And Federalist 47 and 51, by the way, for those who don't know, the Federalist Papers are the, um, the 85 essays essentially written by James Madison, uh, Hamilton, and John Jay. And they were arguing for the ratification of this thing we call the Constitution, which is the law of the land. And in Federalist 47 and 51, it says, Federalism and separation of powers protects against tyranny. Now, if you don't know what either one of those are, I, I trust that you do if you're listening to the show. Federalist 50 goes on to say, justice is the end of government. It's the end of a civil society. That is its end. Now, notes on the state of Virginia by Jefferson in the Federalist Papers, all the powers of government concentrated in the same hands is precisely the definition of despotism. I'll read that again. 
All the powers of government concentrated in the same hands is precisely the definition of despotism. 173 despots would surely be as oppressive as one. Why am I, Scott Lee, sharing these with you? Because this week was very interesting. When we have a federal government laying out for you plain as day that their job is to run shot over your life and determine the things that you hear and see and to divide us greatly. Biden called there's a civil war, better, bigger than the civil war is happening. But the thing that caught my attention this week, and I think it ought to catch everyone's attention because it is the most frightening of all, is when Jen uh, Sataki, or whatever her name is, uh, mentioned the Facebook uh, alliance between Pisaki, Jim Pisaki, and the Facebook alliance. Here's what she said. Uh, with these social media platforms uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government. Actions by the federal government. Now this is you need to listen to this. Most people just missed it, didn't even understand it. But but actions by the federal government, listen to what they are. Uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're within fl- the Surgeon General's office, they increased disinformation campaign? Now, some of you may be thinking, well, that's a good thing, but I want you to stop for a second and turn this around if you're a Democrat or a leftist. Imagine Trump having an office that is countering disinformation. Now, how are they doing that? She continues. Problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID nineteen the COVID Community Corps to get factual information into the hands of local messengers. Did you hear this? The White House, the federal government has teamed up with Facebook. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. You're pointing out. If the Trump administration had a group the size of Facebook, now there's not a single group out there in a company that's loyal to the conservative Republican cause or for freedom and liberty for that matter. It's all about uh, this crony capitalism. It's about... Uh, a despotism. It's about uniting big tech, big uh, government with big corporations. That's what's going on in our country. They're all on the same page to limit you. Jim Pisaki just said the government is combined with Facebook to make sure you can't see certain things or to combat disinformation. This is a union of corporate and state power. It's a hallmark of fascism. That the people who spent five years bash, babbling and on and on about fascism support are now actually seeing it on their side. If Trump would do something like this, you imagine the press. But see, that's all for a good cause, you see. Because you, again, the premise is you are dumb. You don't know how to take care of your family. The government knows best. Do you understand that? The government knows best. They know better than you. You're getting rotten information from people, and we're going to fix it. 
We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're going to fix it for you. Don't you worry. The power of the federal government is here to unite with Facebook. We're going to point stuff out. Then they'll go in and silence you. If you don't think this is a problem, if you're not deeply disturbed by this or you missed it this week, then this is extremely problematic. This is the definition of authoritarianism. And it's frightening. Now, some might say, oh, I don't know about that. It's not anti-First Amendment. It most certainly is. The Actually, Supreme Court has ruled that if a government asks a corporation to silence someone, that is a restriction of freedom of speech because it's pressure on a company. What, what do you think is going on when the government calls in Facebook and Twitter to, the, to, the, to them and says, you need to control what's on your platforms? What else is that but limiting free speech? What do you think Twitter and Facebook feel the pressure to do? Put on by the government. The First Amendment may not apply to voluntary choices made by a private company, but it does bar the U.S. government for coercing or threatening such companies to censor. In other words, that's exactly what is happening here, and we're missing it. This is a threat to liberty. This is exactly why we have a constitution, to limit this kind of stuff. And it is talked about in front boldly, mentioned boldly in front of the entire country that your freedoms are under attack. What is on Facebook is now determined by the Biden administration, whether you like them or not. I wouldn't want Trump doing that, but Biden's doing it and applauded. And where's the press on it? Nowhere. They like it. You know why? Because they're part of it. Facebook is part of it. The press is part of it. They've, they've come together to form this unholy alliance between big government and big corporations. And you are the enemy. Now, you get disinformation. Do you think you're going to get real information from a government? Do you think the government is really going to supply you with the real things? That's why we have freedom of speech. Actually, this is exactly what the founding fathers were concerned about. A government trying to limit political speech, and that's exactly what this government is doing it, and it should scare you out of your mind. But there are some who like it. I'll share those with you, some of those comments. And the most outrageous, as if this wasn't the most outrageous clip, that we're in a civil war or we're fighting one, or it's bigger than a civil war? That in 60 seconds. We are the Lee Brothers at theleebrothers.com. Theleebrothers.com. Mojo 5 The question isn't who is going to let us. The question is who is going to stop us. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. 
Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers. And they'd be concerned. The direction of our country is frightening. No, please limit what I see on my Facebook post or anywhere else for that matter. It's your job, right? It's the government's job to do this. Some say that. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Missing Richard here as we covet your prayers for his uh, return, hopefully next week. Some of the comments uh, are found all over Twitter about this Facebook thing, and the left just doesn't see its risk. In fact, one person said, I think the elected officials put in place to look after the welfare of our nation, taking note of coordinated misinformation campaigns from hostile foreign nations and notifying platforms are using these campaigns is pretty democratic, actually. It's what they think. It's not what's going on. This isn't done by a foreign government trying to influence things, and it is the role of government to do that, actually. The government's role is not to decipher information. See, the founders actually had confidence in you. This commenter seems to think that we should have confidence in the federal government. They'll get it right. Give them the power to restrict what I hear and complete it and make it true or false based upon what they say. The founders erred on your side. You are who they believed in. The people, they didn't believe in a government. They didn't believe in King George III. In fact, Jefferson, I read in the beginning of the show, didn't believe in 130 elected officials all going one direction. That's why there's separation of powers in federalism. Another commentator said, flagging or removing medical misinformation in a pandemic's good, actually. See, what they fail to understand is when the government is doing it, it is, in fact, tyranny, and it limits freedom. You don't think you can find information from your doctor who you personally know? Why would you care what the federal government is out there? There is a group of people who believe the federal government is a good thing, and it can help us. And government is the answer, and it always has been. In this present crisis, government is not the solution to our problem. Yes, it is. Government is the problem. No, 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 no. Government gives us the answers. They filter it all for us so we can feel good about it. Come on, Reagan got that one wrong. These people who are commenting on the Facebook great unity between Facebook and the government, they're not concerned about anything. Scott, you shouldn't be either. Just relax. Go get your drink on the weekend, and don't worry about what the government is restricting you to see. Isn't that crazy? That's insane. The whole Facebook uniting is the biggest red flag for everyone in America, and it was hardly discussed this week. And neither was this. So hear me clearly. I love the part of this. Hear me clearly. Big pause. Collect his thoughts. Trying to figure out what he's going to say. There's an unfolding assault taking place in America today. An attempt to suppress and subvert the right to vote in fair and free elections. I heard this, and I was blown away by it. Who? You mean there's a conspiracy to keep people from voting? By the way, we just had the last election was the largest voting block on the planet Earth we've ever voted. What would make Joe Biden come out and say this? And by the way, it sounds like there is a... Who are these people? And it's done on purpose. He words it like this on purpose so that you can go, who are they? 
Show them to me. We must stomp them out, which is the purpose of radical leftist politics. You can't just disagree with a policy. You must hate them and think they're evil. This whole beginning of this speech is about that. Listen to the drama of it. Taking place in America today, an attempt to suppress and subvert the right to vote in fair and free elections. Wow, who would do that? An assault on democracy. What? No way. An assault on liberty. Liberty too? An assault on who we are. Who we are as Americans. Assault? Who would assault us like this? There's got to be someone evil, not one, but many, according to Biden, to do this. You mean there's an assault that we can't, we haven't even seen it coming? Oh, my gosh. Keep going, Joe. For make no mistake. Not going to. Bullies and merchants of fear, peddlers of lies. <laughs> that is so funny. That is exactly what he's doing. Peddling fear and lies. Isn't it? F- it's so Orwellian. This is a, the, the Democratic Party does this all the time. They make out the straw man argument doesn't exist, and they try to blow it up when it's actually them. Are threatening the very foundation of our country. The assault on free and fair elections is just such a threat, literally. Literally. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. Uh, totally, it's hyperbole. This is disgusting. This is so disgusting for a president to say something like this. It's appalling to think that this is the, there's a bigger attack on our liberty like the Civil War was. We lost 600,000 people in the Civil War. It, it practically destroyed the Union. And you've got people in Georgia who are voting for more voting but without fraud. What is Joe Biden and the Democrats talking about? What are they talking about? Who is doing this? Notice it's never mentioned, not one time, who is the biggest threat, who is attacking voting. What, and what are the specifics of the attack here? I want to know, what is the voting attack? It's simple. It's voter ID, mainly. In Georgia, they established voter ID. Now, in Virginia, we got smart. I mean, a few years ago, the Republicans were in office, and they put in voter ID. When the Democrats came in office two years ago, they immediately, that's one of the first things they did, they got rid of voter ID. That's restrictive. It's the most absurd thing I've ever heard. I can't believe it's even an argument, but the left is done. Now, this is what Joe Biden is saying, is a civil war. It's destroying our country? There isn't a single person listening to me or a Democrat or liberal that can tell you what is the civil war attack on our democracy. Not a single one. Not a single state has passed Jim Crow laws. Not a single state has been restrictive in voting other than to verify who you are. And if that's restrictive, and it is to the left, then, of course, they want cheating. Pete uh, Hedgeseth on Fox News had uh, one of these Texas Democrats who ran away on the show, Texas Democrat James Tolerico. Tolerico? Okay. And uh, he was asked about the, the crisis of the Civil War that Biden's talking about. They asked him about it, and it came up voter ID. Listen to this. How about for mail-in ballots? How about having to send your ballot in? Should you have to prove who Sorry, you are? Because that's Pete, what Democrats just, are opposing. <laughs> Pete, I just said I, I oppose voter ID. Currently, it's a law in Texas, but I oppose that law because... 
He opposes voter ID. That's a young kid. He can't be in his 30s. Young Democrat in Texas trying to think he's righteous and pure, and I oppose voter ID. And I tries to explain this in a second, but Pete's, Pete's astonished. Wait a minute, I actually found a human being who doesn't think we had to verify who people are? I, at any level? This is, this is now the argument. It's between those who think you ought to identify yourself and validate who you are before you vote, and then there are those who think there ought to be no borders. You can come in here with the country shouldn't have any borders, and you shouldn't identify yourself and who you vote. Now, what is wrong with people like that? What, can we really have an, uh, can't we agree on simple things? Of course not. We can't even agree if a man can be pregnant or not. How can we expect to agree on anything or what bathrooms to use? This Texas Democrat who flee Texas continues. But I oppose that law because you I think you don't oppose need a, and voter ID. You, you don't, don't need- think the most sacred obligation of our republic, you should have to prove who you are in order to vote? So there are a lot of Texans, actually hundreds of thousands, who don't have a driver's license, who, whoa, who whoa, don't, whoa, whoa. don't drive who at can't, all. Do they have and a Social Security number? Because according this, to this Republican law, you could put your last four digits of your Social Security number in Pete, as proof of who you are. Do they not? Pete, no, help me out. Do those people not have Social Security numbers? And, Pete, and who are these people that can't get IDs? <laughs> Is that a fair argument that some don't have IDs? We'll cover it in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. MyPills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. And off times, door to door, literally knocking on doors. Knocking on doors. Gotta knock on them. They're coming to get you. So the federal government doesn't want any voter ID. They want to unite with Facebook and limit what you see and all the disinformation because they know what disinformation is. <laughs> they do. That's a, let's put our trust in the government, shall we? So this Texas Democrat says this. Who you are in order to vote? So there are a lot of Texans, actually hundreds of thousands, who don't have a driver's license. So if that's true, if there's 100,000 people who don't have driver's license, so you throw it out for everyone? So just because there's some who don't have a driver's license, although they have to identify themselves, and we've talked about this, who are these people? 
that don't have these things? <laughs> Who are these people who don't have any kind of ID at all? But if there are some, then we can't have voter ID. It's absurd. This guy's absurd. The Democrats are absurd of this, and they're dead wrong. They're dead wrong. This week has been a threat to liberty like none other. To lie to the American public and say some don't want voters, that's, that's, that is fighting. That is exactly how you, you build hate for other people. Remember, the other side's evil. They're just not wrong. They're evil. They don't want you to vote. That's wrong. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. This idea that they can tell Facebook who to block because of what they say, all political, against the First Amendment, it's a threat to liberty. What has happened to our country? You'd like to say, well, at least there's hope, Scott, that we love our country. Well, Biden administration hates our country. The UN is uh, getting an invitation to America. Come tell us how bad we suck. You believe that? And Mark Warner, the most outrageous clips of Mark Warner. We'll try to cover those, too. We've got a lot going on here, and we'll try to fit it all in the next hour and a half. Check us out at theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Virginia citizens, American patriots. All that is next. The most powerful gathering of freedom fundamentalists since Philadelphia in 1776. Mojo Five O. Mojo50.com. We built this city. Mm hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. Yeah, I think we did. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the Capitol, the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. Virginia citizens and American patriots, my name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is not here. He is uh, sick again this week. Please pray for Richard and drop him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Check us out, theleebrothers.com, for uh, updates and also the three great videos of the day. One is this, Georgia voting rights are explained. So if you have this, uh, this idea that, um, that Georgia is restricting voting, check out the video, theleebrothers.com. Click on the uh, Georgia voting rights. It's all explained perfectly. And a convention of states, we talked about that last week. Great explanation there. And Simple America Baseball. You'll love this feel-good video, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. One thing I've never understand is this dividing line between the left and the right. And the dividing line is this idea, I mean, there's no doubt. On the right, there happens to be this love of a country that is undeniable. I mean, and no one on the right thinks America's perfect. But man, where would you rather be? It's the greatest country on the planet. It is the shining city on the hill. If you read why people came here and are founding, and look at the Mayflower Compact. Look at the um, Magna Carta. Look at the, the, the Puritans' view of coming here and why. This country is almost as if it was divinely inspired purposely. 
And Washington wrote about this all the time. Divine providence is where is how this happened. Is it is it um, is it fair that you ignore the bad? No, of course we don't ignore the bad. We see the bad. We know there's been bad, but the country as it is today is the best country on the planet. So I've never understood the dividing line. Why is there such hate on the left for America? And I mean, you used to think, okay, these are just a couple of radical hippies that you find at the local park who hate the country. It turns out they're in charge now, and the names are Blinken, who is the Secretary of State, which, by the way, you would think the Secretary of State was purposely uh, designed to go lobby the country or the, or the uh, planet for the goodness of America. Turns out this guy, Blinken, is the one who says he's going to invite the UN to come to the US and investigate the scourge of racism, racial discrimination, and xenophobia in the US. This is maddening. This is disgusting. It's, it's inherently uh, anti-American, and it is wrong because America isn't these things. Remember, racism and all this stuff, it doesn't exist in the real life. And the example is, look at your life. Look who you hang out with. It doesn't exist. It exists in two places, politics and the media. That's it. Now, politically, we have an administration that have a single problem with inviting the UN, United Nations, Cuba, Russia, China. Are you kidding me? They're going to come to the United States and critique us? We're the, we're the best. We don't have embedded into our, our uh, laws racist things. We're all endowed by our creator. We, we, have, uh, uh, we have blind justice in our country. That is codified in law. Is it pure every time? No, but show me the country better than us. Show me the country that should be critiquing us. Show me the people on the cesspool of the planet who are happy when the UN shows up. No one. It's when America shows up that people cheer. Nikki Haley, former UN ambassador under Trump, knew this, and she's upset too. I mean, first of all, I thought that the Biden administration was extreme leftist. This is flat out insane, Martha. The idea, you've got a million Muslim Uyghurs that are being tortured. You've got people being bullied and beaten in the streets of Cuba. You've got Venezuelans that are arresting political protesters, all of which who Biden chooses to sit with on the Human Rights Council. And the U.S. is asking the United Nations, a cesspool, of political bias to come into the United States and investigate us on human rights. We look so ridiculous in the eyes of the world right now. I can't even imagine what the world is thinking. I can't imagine what those ambassadors at the UN are thinking. I sat there and fought for the for the fact that we were the freest, best country in the world. Yep. And now you have our own Secretary of State calling the UN to do an investigation. I mean, you can't make this up. This isn't just insane. This is dangerous. She's right. It's disgusting. Why do these people want to run our country when they hate it so much? Let's just say, for example, that the left is like, there's nothing wrong with this. Let the UN come in. Do you, does anyone think the UN is a fan of the United States? What, what kind of report do you think you're going to get from the UN? You think they're going to come here and go, ah, it turns out America's phenomenal. They really, they've already said that we're horrible. Listen to what the China 
Listen to this. This is the uh, Chinese foreign ministry spokesman said about America. The U.S. should not forget the innocent African-American lives taken by the brutal Tuslo race massacre 100 years ago. 100 years ago. First of all, I don't even know what he's talking about, but 100 years ago, America should not forget the innocents. The U.S. has no position to criticize other countries' human rights conditions. No matter how some in the U.S. go to great lengths along its misguided course to hype up lies on China, their political conspiracy to disrupt China and contain it will only end up in failure. Yeah, these are the people that should lecture us, China. So this is what our government in the United States is telling China's foreign ministry, how bad it is. And what's China's foreign ministry do? U.S. is in no position to criticize other countries. And that, by the way, that's exactly what our government thinks the same. We're in no position to criticize China, who's torturing Uyghurs in their, their camps. We're in no position to do that. You know, people have heard screaming coming from these camps. What is China doing? Oh, what about our camps, Scott? Exactly. We don't have camps like that. Right now, our enemies are conservatives who actually be on January 6th who are still in prison, some 500 of them without proper adjudication and due process. That, it's, that's what the UN ought to be upset about, but they're not. They don't, that, that's not what's going to happen here. Suggesting that we are somehow on the level as these cesspool countries is offensive, and yet the left loves this? If you're a Democrat, how could you even enjoy half of this? How do you not throw up when you hear Blinken and all his boneheads coming out saying, oh, we got to look at the black eye in America? What are you talking about? We deal with our own stuff here. It reminds me when kids were being disciplined in my household and you know we, we took care of issues in our house. Not, not one time did we think, Let's go tell other families and other issues that we're having out there. Let's just tell them, you know, we're not perfect here. Who would ever do that? It was pretty codified in our household that things stay here, we deal with issues here, and we do the best we can inside our four walls. Somehow, there's a leftist group running our country that says, oh, no, these four walls, everyone needs to see the sins of America. They're not really sins of America. They're hiccups. They're not even that. Our country is not inherently racist where we need another country to come save us from ourselves. This is seriously disgusting that we're on the same level, these people, and that's how, the, that's how our government thinks. It's the same government you trust that tells us what Facebook should put out there. Also, isn't this an invitation to an attack on our sovereignty? Don't we have any sovereignty? This is kind of like I was just saying about your household. Don't you have the right to do inside your borders what you want? And isn't this idea of America a good one? Show me the other country that is a hope for the planet. The left has never felt that way. America is just another country, not worthy of celebration at all. And that's, that's a shame. That's disgusting. And by the way, this is, this is what Mark Warner was saying about, uh, and we'll get more into this in the next segment, but Mark Warner actually jumped on this same 
bandwagon talking about the budget of all things, especially the transportation budget or infrastructure budget. Listen to this. I'm hearing from folks in the intel community. I'm hearing from folks who are in the administration in the State Department realm. One of the questions people are asking around the world is, can American democracy still work? What? Who's asking that question? I don't believe that for three seconds that there is countries out there talking to the State Department and their CIA and intelligence. Hey, guys. Hey, does democracy still work in America? I'm concerned about it. Oh, who? No one is concerned about democracy in America. These are cesspool countries who want to dominate America. Mark Warner bought into this too. What a butthead. The administration in the State Department realm, one of the questions people are asking around the world is, can American democracy still work? And I think beyond the record investment in infrastructure, showing that we can still put together a broad bipartisan plan on this subject. Uh, <laughs> it's is unbelievable. When we see questions about our democracy and when we see... Questions about our democracy. When we see questions about our democracy, does it still work? First of all, it's a republic. It's not a democracy, a pure democracy, thank God. Other countries are, and look at them. This is, there's something wrong inside the democratic mind to hate the country first, to apologize to other countries. This has gone too far. To ask the UN, invite them into our country. This has been a tough week for America because of the Biden administration. All right, coming up, more of Mark Warner's ridiculousness. Can't wait for that. And decals on cars in a city in Virginia that said, in God we trust, perhaps there's hope. In 60 seconds, theleebrothers.com, theleebrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. It's been a hurricane. It's attacking America. It's called the Biden administration. Quite frankly, it's disgusting. Virginia citizens and American patriots, and those two phrases mean something more than ever. I mean, this idea that, that America sucks is repugnant, to say the least. And um, 
this Biden administration is is all about that. And of course, you know, they they're the ones who are going to go knocking on doors and oftentimes door to door, literally knocking on doors. Oh, yeah. You are being selfish. Thank you, Ralph Northam. You know, talking about clips and things, I watch Mark Warner this week do his monthly Facebook live, which I guess the government allowed that. That wasn't disinformation. So I guess the Warner administration or the Biden administration didn't step in to stop that. That would have been terrible. Imagine Trump trying to figure out what disinformation is. Now I've got Jim Psaki and Joe Biden tell me what disinformation is. Sorry, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in that. During Mark Warner's little, before we get all the, the, the new clips, here's some fun ones from Mark Warner as a reminder. And believe me, we do this in jest. We do it in fun because Mark Warner's a goober. Fresh fruits and vegetables, um, uh, meat and fish. Meat and fish. Meat and fish. What United States senator talks like that? I mean, what, who, who actually thinks it's the role of the federal government to make sure we have meat and fish? It's the same one that said this. The private market, it just doesn't work. Come on, Scott, it doesn't work. This is Mark Warren. Th- this guy's too fun. Um, it's just, you know, he, he's a federal senator. He's not local. He doesn't have that much power, at least how the founders put it. Uh, is, um, is minor league baseball. <laughs> That's the best. It's, a, uh, uh, it's minor league baseball. But during his little broadcast this week, he talked about, uh, well, he talked about taxes. And this is a guy who never met a tax increase he didn't want. Talks about how it's just not fair what people are doing. And, and uh, here's what he said about it. I think there's um, enormous feeling across all Americans these days that too often people at the very top of the pyramid get away without paying their fair share of taxes. There's a tremendous amount of people don't think they pay their fair share. Quite frankly, I have never ever been concerned about who pays taxes other than me. I've never laid awake because somebody's not paying their fair share. That is a leftist, actually, it's a, it's a teenager, a childlike mentality. Fair share. No one's paying their fair share. I, I just didn't, I've never grown up to hate people who have made money and are paying taxes. And now, it's completely unfair on what we've done with our tax code. It's a progressive tax code. That's not fairness. Fairness is everyone pays the same amount, or you could argue the same percentage, but that isn't even fair because some people would have to pay more based upon a percentage. Fairness would everyone pay the same amount. You see how screwed up our term fairness is? Mark Warner thinks there's people laying awake going, there are some who just don't pay their fair share. Now, keep in mind, the top 1% of Americans in income pay nearly 39% of the revenue. I want you to remember that as he finishes his sentence. And I think we're going to try to bring some of that tax fairness um, back, uh, back to our system. Tax fairness back? So if the 1% are paying 39% of the revenue, what's fair? 50%? It's just outrageous. I mean, this is so much fear-mongering. Uh, and by the way, it's class warfare too. Hate the rich. Hate those. Because the problem isn't that we spend too much in D.C. The problem is... You have the money and we need it. That's the mentality. It always is. The government isn't the problem. It's you. You got to keep your money. It's you wealthy people. If you wealthy people just give it to us, we know how to spend it better. This is the Mark Warners of the world. And Tim Kaine even said this years ago when he talked about how, um, I don't even know if we have the, do we have the, no, the, the one where he talked about uh, we're giving away the money in the tax code. Just giving it away. As if you get to keep it, it's giving it away. 
And actually, Warner came back and said at one point that he wanted to get money back in the treasury. $2 billion is what he wanted. That's how insane this guy is. Of course, then he ended his little comments about climate, or uh, his comments this week ended with a climate clip, which is insulting into itself. You'll hear why. I do think, um, you know... Uh, <laughs> He's like, wait a second. You know, uh, what is that? Uh, he is a goo. He's I not- do think, um, you know, uh, <laughs> when you see the fires in the West, when you see the heat waves, when you see the, you know, I can't remember a time when we've had as many 90-plus degree days in so? June. So the- what? You can't remember. What are you, 68, 70? So in 70 years, you don't remember temperatures being this high. I guess, I, actually, I guarantee you they were in your lifetime. But since you don't remember it, we must do something. Just because Mark Warner doesn't remember the temperature, we must do something, Scott. Must do something. We've had this year, um, I think only those for either political reasons or ignorance uh, can be the only ones that are still uh, deniers that our climate is <laughs> Either ignorant or your political reasons. Those are the deniers. You're just ignorant, Scott. You didn't notice the 90-day heat uh, uh, days in the West. No, I noticed them. I just don't know that the United States of America, which isn't a, a planet, it's a country who is the cleanest country on the planet, can do anything about 90-degree weather in, in, uh, in Portland. I'm, in fact, I'm 100% sure we... And you, Mark Warner, cannot do anything about the temperature in Portland. We are just a country and the cleanest. Don't lecture me because I'm political or I'm ignorant of the temperature. I know what's happening. I see the temperature just like you. In my whole life, I've never seen anything like it. But Mark Warner, lecture me. Tell me you're part of the big federal government that demands no disinformation. Tell me how stupid I am. But you actually think that if we, and he continues, here he goes. Unless we take uh, dramatic. uh, Dramatic, unless we take dramatic what? Movement. um, We're not going to leave our kids with the same kind of planet that we inherited. Wow. Is he that gullible and stupid? If we don't take dramatic action, we're not going to leave our kids the same planet? You're a senator from a very small chunk of land on the entire planet called Virginia. You, or even if all 50 of the states got together, you're just a country. You're not going to do that. And by the way, nothing we do in America is going to affect our kids' planet. It's so stupid. Who's the ignorant ones? Gosh. Uh, But we only have one planet. Okay, we only have one planet. But it's just a country. It's so ridiculous, isn't it? Mark Warner. That's who this guy is. All right, coming up. In God We Trust, decals on cars in Virginia? Isn't that the national model? But who cares? You can't do that. That's next. LeeBrothers.com. LeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four Fs. Freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there. I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills2go.com. Now it's so easy with mypills2go.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. 
Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. MyPills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. Good God Almighty, I hope you'll find me. Praising your name no matter what comes. I can't count the times I've called your name so broken night. Showed up and patched me up like you do every time. So, uh, Virginia has a Chesapeake City. Great song there, Good God Almighty by uh, I think it's Crowder. Is that who this is? Uh, good song. Glad to have him on uh, on the program. Thanks for putting that in the rotation chesapeake city is going to put in god we trust decals on all their automobiles all their vehicles and of course you know the left would go absolutely crazy and they did chesapeake county members unanimously agreed tuesday to put in god we trust decals on all city vehicles staff with the city's fleet management department will attach decals over the next several months uh, those complained that it would cost six thousand dollars um, for the decals and labor as much as eighty one thousand Turns out that's not entirely accurate because it's going to be done during the servicing of these cars, which isn't an additional time in uh, on the on the on the clock. So that's not really that big a number. One of the uh, city managers who voted in favor of this said that he wants the decals on the city vehicles to quell divisive rhetoric that begin to uni- unify people along racial and political lines. A lot to that, isn't it? What's the uniting feature of our country? And it should be simple principles of liberty and freedom and God-fearing. When the country is God-fearing, it's a better country. He pointed out how in God we trust has been reaffirmed as the nation's motto in bipartisan fashion since the 1950s. It even appears on currency. One speaker who came to the city council to argue against it, and, and why wouldn't you? I mean, how offensive. Of all the professional offensive people out there, I'm sure someone came and said, oh, it's, it's, I'm offended by In God We Trust. I mean, how can that possibly be a divisive thing? In God We Trust. But a speaker said the motto isn't fully representative of the country, and it should be modified to say, In God Some of Us Trust. <laughs> no, no, we all trust in God. Now, it doesn't say Christian God, doesn't say Jesus, it says God in general, so it's inclusive, which is what we're all about. I wonder if they have a diversity inclusive officer running around to make sure this is going to work. I'm sure we'll have a point in the future where they'll be removed and we'll have a huge press conference saying so. There you go. In God we trust on cars in Chesapeake. 
Virginia, of all places. There is some hope coming up, isn't there? All right, coming up. T-Mac says voting is more difficult than getting a gun in Virginia. He wants to be your governor. He should know better, that dirtball. So we'll talk about that coming up. And uh, Joy Behart says parents are relevant. Parents get to decide vaccines for kids. How stupid is that? We're not doing that anymore. We've got a government now. And they're here to help. All that and more. The LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Patrick Henry, Richard Henry Lee, and the Lee Brothers. Parents, you're stupid. You're so dumb, and you're in the way. If only you would get out of the way, the government can intoxicate or vaccinate or inoculate your children. If your child wants to be inoculated, then they get a parent out of the way, says Joy Bear from The View. It's insane. ESPN caught in its own little liberal trap on the MLB about English. You're surprised who it is. And let them die. Let them die, screams a PTA member at parents in Fairfax County. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Dang, I miss Richard. This thing used to be a real radio show. I used to have uh, two people in here that debate. We are brother, we brothers. We argued about everything. And now Richard isn't here. He hasn't been here for at least four of the shows. This might be the fifth one. I just hate counting. Miss him greatly. He's um, just struggling with um, some physical aspects of him being sick. And uh, I talked to him today mentally. He's like fantastic. But I refuse to mock him and make fun of him because, uh, you know, he's sick. You know, what do you do? You're supposed to. Be a good brother, right? You're not supposed to be uh, be the, the one that makes fun of But, no, we still had some fun. Miss him here, and you should, too. Simply pray for him, and that will be wonders. Patriots, or I'm sorry, Richard at theleebrothers.com is how you reach him. Richard at theleebrothers.com. Parents are in the way. Government knows best. And it's about every aspect. Now, I'm talking about even your local school board, which is the government of your school's. They know better than you. Trust the bureaucrats, your educrats. And then, of course, when it comes to COVID, parents, you're in the way. You're telling some of your kids they can't get vaccinated. And Joy Behart of The View says, that's just ridiculous. I mean, we ought to yank the kids from them. and, and, And this is scary, scary stuff. But what goes on in our schools is the way we change our culture. If you, if you get a hold of these kids, I mean, your parents doesn't matter. You spend more time in front of these teachers than anything, and they're indoctrinating your kids. Loudoun County has made national news. It's all over the place. Loudoun County in Northern Virginia, the parents there discovered critical race theory in a teacher training guide, a teaching training guide. The teaching training guide says this, when the teachers go to get trained in Loudoun County, Here's what some of the highlights of the training said. 
The cultural competent professional does not profess colorblindness. In other words, as a teacher, you can't be colorblind. Well, what's the opposite of that? The opposite is you've got to see color? Wow, we've gone backwards. Here's what else it says inside this stupid training material for teachers in Loudoun County. Culturally competent professionals, in other words, teachers, accept responsibility for their own racism, sexism, and heterosexism. What does that even mean? In terms of racism, for example, addressing one's whiteness or white privilege is critical for effective teaching. That, folks, is critical race theory 101. And there are people who are saying it's not being taught there, like Joy Reid on CNN. That what, what, the, what the heck is this other than pure indoctrination of the teachers? You can't be colorblind and you got to recognize your white privilege. It goes on. The, here's what else it says. The culturally competent professional teacher, that is, understands the impact and operation of oppression. Racism, sexism, and heterosexism. How, why is heterosexism race, mentioned in this now? Why all of a sudden is heterosex such an important thing? It, it's, it's sad. So I guess on Loudoun County, day one, you get to learn how to print your name. Day two, you're a racist. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But then there's this inside this teacher's manual in Loudoun County. Quote, teachers have a special role to teach academics. The teacher is the second mother. Parents' role is to socialize children and respect teachers' authority. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that when I sent my kid to the public school that the teachers are the second parent, and my job is to submit to the second parent. Let's see, how should we say this? Uh, No, uh, not the way it works. It's never worked that way. Parents have control over their children, even when... They're in their government-run indoctrination centers we call schools. And I didn't used to be this powerful on this, but this has become ridiculous. It is time now to reset the entire thing. It is wrong to send your kids to public school at this point. We must change the entire system. It is bad. It's wrong. And it's killing the country. Michelle Letty is an official of the NAACP and a PTA member. She's the vice president of training at the Virginia State PTA. Sounds like a reasonable human. Vice president of communications for the Fairfax County PTA. She's also the first vice president of the Fairfax County NAACP. That stands for the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People. In my mind, that's a racist organization. You wouldn't have the National Association for the Advancement of White People because that would definitely be racist and wrong. The National Association of Advancement of Colored People. She's a vice president, and she's a federal employee. She's a heck of a lady, right? As you might think. This lady stood up in front of parents at Fairfax and told them, well, essentially told them evil, but then at the end said, let them die. Here's the clip. It's a little hard to hear, but you must hear this. Let's not allow any double down on lives. Let's prepare our children for a world they deserve. Let's deny this off-key band of people that are anti-education, anti-teacher. Okay, so hang on just a second. Let's back it up so you can follow this. There, there's a point where she says, let's deny these off-key bad people. Okay, I'll start it there. She says, let's let these off-key bad people. And remember, the premise is what? 
It's not that we disagree with the people who don't want critical race theory thought. It's that they're evil. You understand? What this Michelle Letty is doing is she's painting her opposition as not someone to disagree with, but to someone to destroy, to let them die, as she says at the end. So again, here's how it starts. Let's deny these off-key bad people who are anti-everything. Here she goes. Let's deny this off-key bad people that are anti-education, anti-teacher. They're anti-education, anti-teacher. So far, there's two. Let's see where she goes with this. That are anti-education, anti-teacher, anti-equity, anti-history. Anti-equity and anti-history. Man, are you making notes of this? That's a lot of anti. They're anti-history? They're anti-teacher? They're anti-equity? Okay, that's this is the list of people she's going through. Okay, these are the bad people, remember. Anti-teacher, anti-equity, anti-history, anti-racial anti-opportunity, anti-racial equity? Who is she describing? Who are these evil parents who are like, who are anti-teacher of all people? Anti-history? You mean... This woman is arguing with these people are that evil? Wow. She continues. Anti-worker, anti-LGBT plus. Hmm. A lot of anti's in there. She keeps going. Anti-admission policy change. <laughs> That's a good one. You're an anti-admission policy change person, aren't you? Well, actually, I'm anti-lowering the standard. No, no, that's not the way. You're anti-admission policy changes. A lot of antis. How's she in this thing? Anti-admissions policy change, anti-inclusion, anti-live and let live people. Let them die. Let them die. I wonder if she's tolerant. She might be anti-tolerant. She used a lot of antis. Did we hear anti-tolerant in there? I, she missed that one. This person is painting you as evil. If you believe we shouldn't teach critical race theory, if you believe we shouldn't teach about gay sex in our schools, then you are evil. You're not just wrong. You're evil. By the way, after she said, let them die, it was a huge applause. These people are the radicals. These people want to indoctrinate your children. These people stand there and call you and me evil as parents who want to protect our children. When I'm wondering, who is the real evil? And, and I, I hate to say that because we, that word is so strong. Do we, can we just disagree? Not anymore. She claimed we're anti-everything, anti-everything. If someone's anti-life and anti-all this, they must be defeated. In fact, how did she end it? Let them die. die. And they cheered. And why wouldn't they? TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Mojo 5-0. The question isn't, who is going to let us? The question is, who is going to stop us? Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. 
MyPills2Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use, this system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages, you can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. MyPills2Go. Find out more at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPillsToGo.com. MyPillsToGo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. James Madison and George Washington would be so proud. The Lee Brothers. And off times, door to door, literally knocking on doors. Knocking on doors? We'll come get you. You're anti-American. You're anti-this. You're anti-teacher. Anti-parenting, maybe. So, you heard from that lady. She's incredibly wrong and tolerant. She's the most intolerant person ever, but paints it as tolerant. The attack is not just you. The attack is on parents because parents are involved. You heard what the school board is teaching or the teachers are being learned, taught. The attack is on the parent. Always has been. You parents are in the way of this communist socialist agenda that we're all in a commune and we're going to take care of you because of government is smarter than you. And this premise runs through the leftist mindset. See, the leftists view government as knowing everything and you, 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 just, you just don't get it. I mean, if, if you only would listen to the elite, they get the thing figured out. But that's not how it works. In, in their mind, it is the answer because you are the problem. And none of that can be shown even more than COVID-19. See, the, the, the thing is now is that there's a conversation about what to do with the kids because they're not being vaccinated. And some of the kids want to be vaccinated. Apparently, but they bought in to CNN. So these kids are going to their parents and they want to be vaccinated. Parents are going, no, you don't need to be vaccinated. You got a 99.8% survival rate if you get it. And there's really no need for it if that's the case. And maybe your parents have been vaccinated, so we're not worried about it. But you don't need to be vaccinated. I went to, the, uh, to my doctor today for an annual physical. Doctor comes in. First of all, I come in and I don't have a mask on. They throw one to me. Here, you need to put this on. Oh, okay, well. Then they take your temperature, they do the whole thing. So I'm not sick. I go in the waiting room. The doctor comes in. The doctor is wearing this 95 huge big mask on his face. He's also got a shield over his face. He's got rubber gloves on. The guy looks like a you know astronaut. And so I take my mask off to say something. He lets me say it. And as soon as I'm done speaking, he goes, put your mask back on. Now, that almost set me off. Dude, you're a doctor. You know I'm not sick. 
You are mask covered. You have a 95 mask on and a glass shield, and you're worried that I took my mask off for three seconds? It's just you and me in here. Then I asked him about the vaccination. He's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Everyone needs to get it, that kind of thing. I'm like, why? And he tried to explain to me. He goes, well, because uh, you, could, you could spread it. And I said, to who? I'm serious. We had this conversation. Who, who do we spread it to? Well, people who could get sick. Well, didn't they get the vaccine if they're worried about it? And he goes, yeah, I guess so. It's like these guys never heard. This is a doctor of God's sake. I mean, shouldn't he have all the answers? Anyway, so this idea that teens should be allowed to get COVID-19 vaccinations and ignore their parents is the new wave now. Here's Joy Behar on The View. Well, you know, what we like to think we're smarter than our kids, but a lot of times the kids are smarter than their parents. I mean, I've experienced my daughter as having more sense than I had in various times in my life. <laughs> There's a joke there. Uh, yeah, I believe that completely. You know what? This, what happened to parenthood? What happened to adulthood? To where you looked at your kids and you took care of them, and because of life's experiences, you are smarter than your kids. Now, can you be, can you make a mistake? Sure. But what is she going with this? She's saying if parents are wrong, then they're always wrong and they should never be. Sometimes your kids are smarter. We should listen to the kid who wants to get vaccinated. Now, we're talking about kids under 18 here that must have parental consent. And is she saying that there shouldn't be parental consent? Remember the premise. The premise is government knows better. The elites know better. These parents are in the way in every aspect of our lives. They're in the way when the government tries to restrict what we hear and see because they teach their kids stuff. They're in the way when it comes to schooling. The parents should be con- the parents should bow to the teachers. Remember, teachers are the second mother. Now they're in the way with vaccines. Had and various times in my life, so I would give them more credit. And you know, when you when they watch, these kids are watching a room full of people at that CPAC convention, pl- applauding the fact that Biden is not going to reach his vaccination goal. They're applauding the freedom to get sick and die. They're watching their parents. <laughs> Wait a minute, we don't have the freedom to get sick and die. So. If I choose or anyone chooses not to get the vaccination, that's not acceptable to you, Joy? I mean, you, they don't get to choose that? It's almost like the doctor was telling me today. Now, you know, you, you, you could get sick. But there's a survival rate of 99.2%. What am I really scared about? Am I scared about the virus or am I scared about the COVID-19 vaccine? Why is there such chaos about Joy's talking about kids. The survival rate on COVID for kids is almost 100%. So what is she saying? She continues here. Putting the freedom to get sick and die. Yeah. They're watching their parents um, do be, behave really stupidly. Why? Because they don't want their kid to get the vaccine? Why is that stupid? It's, there is something else at work with the left. It's not okay that you don't you get to choose to have the vaccine or not. It's not okay that you like things or don't like things. This is what the left thinks on everything. It's not okay that you like guns. I don't like them. You shouldn't have them. This is how the left thinks. Now, conservatives don't think that way. If you don't like guns, don't buy guns. But you want to restrict me. If I don't want to get the vaccine, I shouldn't have to get it. Oh, no, no. You have to get the vaccine. Where... 
where is this coming from? It's really scary. She continues here. Stupidly, in my opinion. And I think that these kids uh, should be allowed to make their own decisions. Really? Frankly. It's, uh, these kids are at the mercy of these ignorant parents, in my opinion. And yes, they should be allowed to do it. Stupid parents. If only Joy was in charge. If only the government could rip the kids out of the parent's hand and then stick them with a needle. That would be what Joy thinks should ought to happen. Parent authority? Oh, no. Not in a socialist communist society. Parents don't get to choose. It's for the better good of the society. There's no individual in communist America, Marxist America, socialist America that Joy Behar wants so badly. Joy Behar finds it repulsive that you wouldn't stick your kid with a needle. You're repulsive. You're wrong. And in my opinion, these kids ought to be able to disobey you. Thank God she is the minority of thought. But it's a shame that's the thought of government. Pretty scary. LeeBrothers.com, LeeBrothers.com. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found my pills to go. That's mypills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with mypillstogo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at mypillstogo.com. That's mypills, the number two, go. Dot com. My pills, the number two, go.com. A dose guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. Simple facts, persuasive arguments, and common sense, like Thomas Paine. The Lee Brothers. Why is COVID so political? It's really sad. I mean, if you are concerned about the virus, and a lot of people are, then you get the, the, uh, the shot. You, you, you get it. And without critique, isn't it interesting that the people who are getting vaccinated aren't being made fun of, mocked, and impugned? They're going, okay, that's fine. You can make that decision. But those who aren't are getting you know, laughed at, impugned, made fun of? That's interesting. I thought most people are tolerant. They're just intolerant of that view. Why can't people make their own decisions on these things? You know, many people I've talked to, not everyone, because some people have got vaccinated for very good reasons, and they're concerned about their health or the health around them. That's fine. They get to make that decision. But a lot of people I've talked to didn't get vaccinated for health reasons. They got vaccinated because they felt pressure to get vaccinated. They got vaccinated because they couldn't go to work or because their employer said so, or because of this or that. They just said, well, I really wasn't going to get it, but I felt like I better because I want to do these things. Is that right? 
Is that is that the way we really want to work this? Yes, it is, says Joy Behar of The View. I don't know if you know this, but last week, there were a number of deaths due to the COVID vaccine reported to the government database outnumbered the official count of deaths due to the virus in a one-week span. Did you know that? Wait a minute. You mean the deaths from the vaccine outnumbered the deaths from COVID in a one-week span? When was that? Yeah, you didn't know that one, did you? It's interesting. You know what else is interesting? The CDC. Why is the CDC this alphabet soup of everything who has no control over your life? Get to make decisions about masks and all these other things. And by the way, I'm hearing the nurse at the doctor today told me, do you hear the masks are coming back? And she made it sound like it's the answer to COVID. And I asked her, I said, do you really think these things work? And then she quickly moved on to something else, realizing that I was going to challenge her on that. The CDC says so. So we obey the CDC. Well, the CDC also tells us that cooked eggs should be as hard as rocks before you eat them. The CDC says there should be an aversion to all sorts of dough. Do not taste or eat raw dough or batter or cookies or tortillas or pizza or biscuits or pancakes. Do you do that? The CDC said children should not even touch raw dough. Do not let children play with or eat raw dough, including dough for crafts. Do we have masks for kids to stop eating dough? Are you listening to the CDC or not? The CDC suggests that no one over 65 should eat raw fish. So much for sushi. The CDC says that you shouldn't be kissing your dog or cat or sleeping with them in your bed. How dare you break the rules of the CDC? You know, just maybe, since we don't listen to them on all this other crap, we shouldn't listen to them when it comes to the masks. Just saying. I am, so I'm saying. Maybe we shouldn't listen to them on that either. All right, coming up. This, uh, this ought to be fun. T-Mac says that uh, voting is too hard, but getting guns is too easy. He's in, I can't wait to talk about this. T-Mac, coming up. LeeBrothers.com, the LeeBrothers.com. That is next. Mojo50.com. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Mm-hmm. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after the bottom of the hour, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. That's us, the Lee Brothers, Virginia citizens and American patriots. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend and brother sitting to my left... Sometimes my far left is Richard Lee, who is not here. He is um, still recovering from so many things. And, and someday, I'm going to take some serious time and start in the beginning, which was about 10 years ago. But uh, Richard, is um, he'll, he'll recover. He'll be back. And uh, I would just ask that you pray for him and that you send him an email at richard at theleebrothers.com. Richard at theleebrothers.com. And uh, he would appreciate that as... Um, 
I'm ready to get this hat out of his seat. I don't know if you noticed this, but this Titus hat has been sitting in that chair since his departure. And um, I'm ready for him to sit right back there and scoot up to the mic and make this the two-headed talk show that it has been and been successful for, I said, 18 years. Richard of the day said it was almost 20. Well, it's been a long time. There's no doubt about that. Hey, check us out on mojo50.com, mojo50.com. They're home of the Lee brothers. And, of course, you go there, click on us, takes you to our page. We've got Georgia uh, voting laws explained perfectly. Send it to Joe Biden, who doesn't understand a single thing. And then you've got this uh, convention of states, which I'm a huge fan of, and you'll see more information about that. And, of course, baseball. Simple baseball is America. You'll love this video. All at the uh, mojo50.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. takes you directly there. Speaking of baseball coming up, we'll talk about how ESPN kind of backfired on them. Their liberal trap they try to set for everybody sprung on them. And this is when it gets fun. ESPN is a complete political hack now. It has nothing to do with sports. Sports is like a shadow that just kind of oversees all the political aspects of garbage that they pump. And sports used to be an escape from politics. Now it is politics. So you can go to CNN or you can go to ESPN. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And so is uh, Terry McAuliffe, our former governor of Virginia, who, uh, by the way, this is interesting. Four years ago, Ralph Northam, Mark Herring, and Justin Fairfax were the governor, lieutenant governor, and attorney general. And at some point, in 2019, Terry McAuliffe asked for all of them to resign. And now he's accepting Ralph Northam's endorsement and he's running with Mark Herring on the same ticket. He's such a, he's such a schmuck. But he is, um, it, you know, it's consistent with everything else. Here's, here's him talking about, you must get Wi-Fi for everyone. I will get everybody Wi-Fi. He'll get everyone Wi-Fi. As if that's his job. I thought I could get Wi-Fi. I thought that was my responsibility. But him? I will get everybody Wi-Fi. Somehow he's not talking about me, is he? He's not talking about you either. He's talking about people who can't get access to Wi-Fi. Will he pay for it too? Most likely. But isn't that interesting? That's the that's why he's running. I'm going to get everyone Wi-Fi. Isn't that like, isn't that kind of insulting? I mean, why is it the role of government to get everyone Wi-Fi? It just, it, there's companies that do that. Then he talked about his main purpose of running and what he really wants is this. But listen, I'm about getting people paroled. He's about getting people paroled. So you have a choice in this coming up election. You've got Glenn Youngkin, who is about law and order, or you got this guy. But listen, I'm about getting people paroled. And, of course, uh, you can't go anywhere without, uh, you know, the idea that that the uh, critical race theory is a conspiracy. Uh, it's another right-wing conspiracy. Okay. This is uh, totally made up by Donald Trump and Glenn Youngkin. The critical race theory is made up by Youngkin and Trump, who got together, I guess, way before Youngkin even got the nomination, uh, which is quite impressive. Uh, you would think, how did that happen? But, you know, hey, T-Mac said it's a conspiracy. Forget what I went over in the first of the hour about Loudoun County teaching pure critical race theory. Nobody ever said life with me was going to be easy. Well, that's true. We certainly don't want it again. So please stay away from the governor's mansion because you make ridiculous comments like the one you made this week. Here is what he said in a tweet. And by the way, he's it's a winning applause line from the left. They always mischaracterize a topic. For example, voting is being under, is under attack in America. Joe Biden. Not true. How about this one? 
TMAC, quote, call me crazy, but I think it should be easier to vote than it should to buy a gun, unquote. Now, uh, the lunacy of that statement is outrageous. Uh, first, it's not even close to true. It is much more difficult to buy a gun than it is to vote. Much more difficult. I mean, voting is incredibly easy. To vote in Virginia, a person has to be 18 years old, a U.S. citizen, a resident of Virginia, and is not declared mentally incompetent or court. If convicted of a felony, I typically get that restored. T-Mac restored it. He's about parole, remember? But listen, I'm about getting people parole. And he's done that. He's restored felon rights. So essentially, that's it. You can vote in Virginia. That's it. Not hard. In fact, it's very easy. And since the Democrats came in, they got rid of voter ID. So now you can vote, and now you have to be you. You can vote five times. It doesn't even matter. How about that? So it's so easy to vote, you can do it illegally. It's so easy to vote, you don't need an ID. To buy a gun, do you need an ID? Yes! Wait a minute. By that one thing right there, T-Mac shows a complete boneheaded quote, which, by the way, he knows it's wrong, but it's red meat for the left. Yeah! Should be easier to vote than to get a gun. Well, it is. Meanwhile, Virginians cannot legally purchase a firearm if they fit any of one of 23 categories. Want me to go through them with you? I could. In other words, felon are subject to an active misdemeanor, were ever convicted of a felony, have an active protective restraining warrant, unlawfully used or addicted to drugs, have ever been adjudicated legally incompetent or mental incapacitated, have ever been involuntarily admitted to facility, discharged from the armed forces, and the list goes on and on and on and on. In other words, it is much, much easier to vote in Virginia than it is to purchase a firearm. Wildly exaggerated with the ease of purchasing a firearm. Well, that's typical of the American left. I mean, President Obama famously contended that we flood communities with so many guns that it's easier for a teenager to buy a Glock than to get his hands on a computer. That's what Obama said. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's, got, he's made so many ridiculous statements. That's one. But that's TMAC right now. That's Governor Terry McAuliffe, who wants to be the governor again. I, I, uh, I'm always amazed how there's a group of people who, who really think that guns are the problem. It's a people problem. We, ha- we have a people problem, not a gun problem. And to take it even further, to think that if I could implement a gun law, that it would prevent gun crime, which is also insane. A good guy is never the problem. And every law implemented by a government only prevents the law-abiding. Think about that. Only the law-abiding going to listen to that. Gun-free zone, only the law-abiding will ever listen to that. You can't buy but one handgun a month. And that's going to prevent criminals, bad guys, from getting more one handgun? It's just, it's ridiculous. But that is how this whole thing is run on the political left. So TMAC is running against Yunkin. Yunkin has a different view entirely, one that is totally in line with the Second Amendment and one that believes that gun laws do nothing but prevent the law-abiding. That's exactly what they do. Also, I think 
I don't know, but Yunkin may have endorsed our gun buyback. I don't remember. Has he? I don't know. Ever heard this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patreon at theleebrothers.com because we care. Email us today. Yeah. Email us today. It's pretty good, must admit. I love that one. So I don't know if uh, I should put it in his, in the, uh, in the hopper that Youngkin supports that. I don't know, but we haven't had much luck with our gun buyback program. If someone wants to send us a gun because they're worried about it, well, obviously... You know, you heard the PSA. We're here to help. So now um, what's great is the Yunkin group put together an ad talking about T-Mac. See, T-Mac is this guy who thinks Trump is evil, always has been evil, and hates Trump, never liked Trump, which isn't entirely true. Actually, here's a commercial put together by the Yunkin group about T-Mac and Trump. Kerry McAuliffe is dishonest. He spends all his time attacking Donald Trump. But here's the truth. I've known Trump for 25 years. McAuliffe did anything to get Trump's money. I dealt with him extensively. McAuliffe asked Trump for $25,000 to support his campaign. I'd like to ask a friend of mine, I've known him a long time, Governor Terry McAuliffe. Golfed with him, hugged him, toasted him. To the President of the United States of America. Come on, McAuliffe, stop talking out of both sides of your mouth. What is it? Do you hate Trump or do you love him? I guess you loved him before you hated him. Do you like blackface that Northern put on? Well, you hated it and now you liked it. So you don't think Northern was a racist even though you called Northern a racist? Is it racist to wear a blackface or is it not racist to wear a blackface? So you got Northern's endorsement, but you wanted Northern to quit. Wait, Mark Herring dressed up in blackface too and you wanted him to go away and now you're running on a ticket with him. So T-Mac, what is it? Come on. You hate Trump? Is he a conspiracy theory Trump, or or what is it? Uh, it's another right wing conspiracy. Okay. This is a totally made up by Donald Trump and Glenn Youngkin. Hard to figure out, isn't it? You have a choice. In November, choose Youngkin. LeeBrothers.com. The LeeBrothers.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of Mojo. Mojo Five O. Do you take a lot of medications and pills? Do you know someone that does? Organizing them and taking them and transporting them can be a headache, but not anymore. My Pills to Go has the answer. My Pills to Go is designed to package your weekly supplements of vitamins and medications within seconds to fit your on-the-go lifestyle. It's a revolutionary and radical new home medication management system. Simple and easy to use. This system allows you to package daily pills into individual heat-sealed packages. And by sealing your medications into label packages... You can be sure you're taking the right medication at the right time. My Pills to Go. Find out more at mypillstogo.com. That's mypillstogo.com. Mypillstogo.com. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. 
Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers. Intelligent, informed conversation with an occasional mispronounced word. Mm-hmm. So did you watch the All-Star game? How about the home run derby? It's good stuff. It's America, baby. Or is it? Some say not so much because the number one player in America doesn't know English. He was uh, interviewed after the game, and he had to have an interpreter there. And so Stephen A. Smith, who is from ESPN, who is a huge, huge leftist goober. This guy is horrible. And I can't, I cannot stand to even watch him. And ESPN hires this guy, and he's, he's a political hack. He's horrible. Um, but here's here's what he said. I, I want to play it for you. And um, <laughs> remember, this guy, this guy is the liberal who invented the cancel culture. He loves this. He is a huge leftist Democrat. Here's what he said. When I look at Otani, he is big time. Okay, so Otani is this. I, I should have clarified this. He's like the major league player right now. He can do everything, pitch, hit, run. He's like the Babe Ruth of, of 2021. He's an incredible player, just incredible. So that's who Otani is, and he'll explain that. When I look at Otani, he is big time. Babe Ruth, 33 home runs, batting 279, got a 4 one record with a 379 ERA as wow. a pitcher. This brother is special. Make no mistake about it. But the fact that you got a foreign player that doesn't speak English, that needs an interpreter, believe it or not, I think contributes to harming the game to some degree. So is he right? Does that harm the game to some degree? I don't know that it harms the game. I, you know, I thought about this this whole comment. I thought, okay, is he is he saying that it's wrong that he doesn't know English? Or what what is he saying? He's actually speaking more about harming the game. He'll explain more here in a second. But, you know, my my question would be, this guy's been in America. He's playing in America. He doesn't know any English? None? Now, he doesn't have to know English, but there is a sense in which this is America and English is our language. And it would be nice if you didn't need an interpreter. It doesn't mean you have to have an interpreter, but I actually prefer English. I would love to hear him speak in English, but he's not from here. So he needed to have an interpreter. Remember, I'm not looking to be offended. I'm not part of the professionally offended, so I don't care. I didn't go, what is it? I just didn't care. It didn't matter to me. I mean, I'd be great if he spoke English. It'd be perfect. Maybe people who who uh, could understand him better without an interpreter, make sure the whole thing you know is, is understandable, then takes so long in the interview, et cetera. But I'm not sure it's a crisis on any level. But here's Stephen A. Remember, huge, big liberal talking about this. To harming the game to some degree when that's your box office appeal. It needs to be appeal. somebody like Bryce Harper, Mike Trout, those guys. And unfortunately, at this moment in time, that's not the case. I'm not taking anything away from Otani. I know what he's doing on the field. I know it's nothing short of spectacular. And I understand that baseball is an international sport itself in terms of participation. But when you talk about an audience gravitating to the tube or to the ballpark, to actually watch you, okay? I don't think it helps that the number one face is a dude that needs an interpreter so you can understand what well, the hell he's saying. This- okay, so he doesn't like the fact that he speaks another language because 
If he's the face of baseball, it doesn't help the franchises. It doesn't help baseball. Is he right? I don't know. You know what's interesting? It's ESPN. You should have those conversations. You should talk about it. And that's fine. You can talk about it without everyone getting offended, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. The articles came. The Twitter's attacks came. Article, Stephen A. Smith's comments on Hotani's ability to speak English are idiotic and misguided. Okay. Well, you can have that debate, but this is more than idiotic and misguided. Now, Stephen A. Smith is a racist. By the way, Stephen A. Smith, in case you don't know, and I hope that you don't, is a black man. He's a black commentator on ESPN. I hope you don't know anything about the guy because, quite frankly, he's, he's, rep- he's repulsive in his politics. But I guess it matters, doesn't it, when you have to know all these things for politics? So Stephen A. Smith does what every good liberal is going to do. Instead of defending what he said and the context of it, which matters, the context matters, so if you don't like what he said, you can debate him on the context without thinking the guy's evil. Of course, he's dealing in the leftist bubble. He's in the leftist world. This is what he has helped create is a big cancel culture. So Stephen A. Smith has to do one thing. He's got to apologize. Mm-hmm. Here's what he said. Let me apologize right now. As I'm watching things unfold, let me say that I've never intended to offend any community, particularly the Asian community. So wait a minute. That was an attack on the Asian community? You, you, this, is, this is the problem with all this stuff. He didn't, he didn't attack Asians. In fact, he didn't even mention the fact that they're Asian. He didn't even talk about that. He talked about English. That's all he said. And should it be the face of baseball should be English, essentially, is what he's saying. So he goes back to the apology. He said, as an African-American, keenly aware of the damage stereotype he's done to many in this country, it shouldn't elevate my sensitivities even more. It should have elevated the sensitivity anymore, he says. Now, here is Stephen A. Smith's apology. Based on my words, I failed in that regard, and it's on me and me alone. Otani is one of the brightest stars in all the sports. See, here we go. Nothing to do with it. In fact, in his very comments, Stephen A. Smith talked about the greatness of Otani. So now he has to go back in the apology and go, hey, he's the greatest baseball player ever. He's making a difference. As, here's what he's making a difference is. Here's what his apology says. Stephen A. Smith says, he's making a difference as it pertains to inclusivity and leadership. He is? Well, okay. So that's all. He was making a, okay. I, back to the apology, I should have embraced that in my comments. Instead, I screwed up. And in this day and age, with all the violence being portrayed against Asian community, my comments, I'll bet unintentional, were clearly insensitive and regrettable. Just defend what you said. This is this is makes me puke. It's ridiculous. Just defend it. Just say, look, stop complaining about it. Look at it in context. I wasn't attacking him. I wasn't attacking Asians. None of that is accurate. Listen to the comments. You don't like the comments, that's fine. But don't turn Stephen A. Smith into some kind of racist goober because of it. Although I don't like him. That's Take it in context. There's simply no other way to put it. I'm sincerely sorry for any angst I've caused with my comments on first take this morning. Again, I'm sorry, and I'll happily reiterate these words more extensively tomorrow morning as well. Stephen A. Smith, living in the liberal world in which he created. Oh, no, don't make any mistake. This is the liberal world that he lives in with all his buddies. 
These are liberals. Now, because someone didn't like the fact that he said someone ought to speak English, he's evil. I hope he enjoys what he created. All right, coming up, we've got to wrap up the show, but there's so many other little things we'll throw in, and we'll do that in 60 seconds. TheLeeBrothers.com, TheLeeBrothers.com. Happily promoting the four F's, freedom, faith, free markets, and fun. Mojo Five O. Hi there, I'm Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers, and I'm here to tell you about MyPillsToGo.com. I take over 30 pills a day, morning, lunch, dinner, and bedtime. Keeping my meds organized used to be difficult. That is until I found MyPillsToGo. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. Now it's so easy with MyPillsToGo.com. My daughter takes three pills per day, and she uses it too. Check it out today at MyPillsToGo.com. That's MyPills, the number two, go.com. MyPills, the number two, go.com. A Dose Guardian company. Your right to protect yourself and your family members from a violent attack is your most important civil right. Your other civil rights don't matter if your life can be ripped away by a criminal. Yet there are those who want to take that away from you, all the while defunding the police. The roots of gun control in America were based on keeping minorities disarmed and helpless. Gun control is still about controlling people. Stand with us to protect your right to self-defense. Visit the Virginia Citizens Defense League website at vcdl.org to learn more. The Lee Brothers, fighting for liberalism. Oh, fighting liberalism. Sorry, guys. And that is a uh, that is a wrap of the radio program. But before we go, there's so many things I wanted to get to. This show was jam-packed, and I couldn't possibly get to them all. And we learned so much today about you know why America wants to trash America and the Democrats, why Virginia City put in God we trust on their cars. We learned that the Biden administration is attacking liberty like no administration ever has. We learned that the government hates parents, and so does Joe Behar at The View. We learned that part of the educrats of bureaucrat education wants you to die. Yeah, we learned all that. Here's what else we missed, though. We missed that there's a group of bug experts who want to drop the name to a bug called the gypsy moth. It's offensive. Now, did somebody call them and go, hey, the gypsy moth, I'm a gypsy, I'm a little offended? I mean, that's absurd. Where does this stuff end? Richmonders can now have same-day delivery with their Virginia ABC via DoorDash. I just looked at the list. My ABC isn't even on there. Of course, it's three miles from my house. If I can't drive there to get it, I've got bigger issues. Looks like Oregon may be making producing meat illegal. You can't have meat in Oregon. That's going away. By the way, that is coming to America, a place near you. In case you didn't notice, Charlottesville, Virginia, made the national news this week for those at Mojo Five O. We removed the Lee statue, the Jackson statue, the Lewis Clark statue, and a statue to Sequoia an Indian statue. The good news is by removing those statues, we've ended every racial problem there is. We can celebrate. Let's move on, please. Right? I mean, isn't that the answer? We rename schools. We rename highways. We get rid of the statues. That's done. Racial conciliation. It's upon us. That's enough to celebrate, isn't it? I mean, we spent so much time renaming a middle school in Richmond to Barack Obama Middle School. We checked the grades the next year. They weren't any better. And I was appalled. How can that possibly be? We changed the name of the school. It was some AP Hill horrible, horrible name. And we went to Barack Obama Elementary, and the grades didn't increase? What the heck's going on here? Something's really wrong there. Emojis 
They're voting on the new emojis. Yeah, new emoji. We now have a saluting face emoji, a biting lip emoji, a coral emoji. I don't know what that means. A low battery emoji, all being voted on, in fact, July 17th. And the newest emoji of all, a man pregnant emoji. I wonder if the emoji specialists, the emoji experts, were getting requests. I mean, we talk through emoji now. It's absurd. But there was someone going, dang it, I can't do this anymore. I must submit a pregnant man emoji. And only then will I be part of the great culture. Thank God we have emojis. It's Essentially, it's over. If you have a pregnant man emoji, I don't even want to participate anymore. I hate emojis with a passion. Fairfax County took the first step yesterday, totally taxing plastic bags. And why shouldn't they? The government of Virginia allows them to tax. They're going to do it. Hey, if you prefer liberty to tyranny, you prefer founding father principles over the cancel culture, join us again here next week as we make radio great again. You want an honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker? Patriots at theleebrothers.com. We'll send you one for free. The honorary Lee Brother bumper sticker. Thanks for listening to Mojo 5 LeeBrothers.com. TheLeeBrothers.com. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.